0: Hello guys, Abel here, back with another video. I hope everybody is doing well. This is a very early morning over here. But today we have a very important and interesting topic to talk about. And that is how long does it take for you to settle at your new low body fat percentage? So let's say you just finished a diet, you achieved your leanest physique so far, or maybe just the body fat percentage, which you have achieved before, but were unable to maintain it or maybe you're dieting at the moment and you're wondering what's going to happen after the diet? How will life be? Will I be able to maintain that low body fat percentage? I heard all of these horror stories about people getting lean, but then rebounding. How can I prevent that? And more importantly, how long will it take for me to feel normal, to really settle at that leaner body fat and to make that my new normal, my new homeostatic place to be. So this is a fascinating topic, one that I'm really passionate about and I can say that by now, because I have been through this a couple of times myself and I helped a number of people through this that I work together with and that I coached, I have some pretty good insights. And of course, all of this is pretty handy to me to talk about right now because I am in this position at the moment. I am going through this resettling, renormalizing stage right now at a low body fat percentage. Maybe I should actually show you. So, yeah, something like this is going on for me at the moment. Trying to maintain a low body fat and um, I have some interesting tidbits to share with you. So really the best analogy that I think we should use for this whole process of maintaining a lower body fat percentage is returning to the gym after an injury. So let's say you got really messed up. You hurt your back, you herniated a disc, maybe you messed up your shoulder really badly, which I have done in the past. Now you're returning to lifting and you're trying to get back to your previous best that process is actually very similar to getting lean and then maintaining that leaner body fat percentage. And all of this happens in several stages. There are three main stages to this whole thing but before that I would say there is stage zero which we have to talk about. In the case of the injury rehab and returning to the gym that would be the process of just rehabbing. So this is all before you actually step into the gym the first time to begin with. So obviously, maybe your arm will be in a brace. Maybe you will be walking on crutches. Maybe you just have to learn to stand on your feet once again. To translate that to our topic, that would be the process of getting lean in the first place, right? Before we can start talking about staying lean, first we actually have to get lean. So basically this is stage zero, if you will. Now we have to talk about this a little bit, we won't go into this in detail, but what you do in this stage zero also matters. So in the case of the injury, Obviously, if you mess yourself up once again before you even return to the gym, then you can severely prolong your recovery. So if your arm is supposed to be in a brace or you're supposed to be using crutches or maybe you're not even supposed to get out of bed for a while, but you start doing silly things, you take off your brace, you try start running around whereas you were supposed to be using crutches, then you can re-injure yourself. You re-tear your injury and... Maybe you will be back in the surgery room and you won't even make it to the gym. Similarly, in the case of dieting, how you get lean also matters. There are many, many ways in which you can get lean. At the end of the day, it's all about maintaining a calorie deficit for long enough for you to get lean. And you can achieve that in the most unsustainable, ridiculous, stupid manner, or you can actually do it in a way where the dieting process is also a learning process. That is really how I'm thinking about this whole thing. The dieting process is not just about doing whatever we can to keep those calories low, but ideally you would also learn something in this process about lifestyle management, managing your social life, dealing with social pressure, appetite management, managing your mindset, cravings, how you manage your household, all of these things. If you do this right then you increase your chances of actually maintaining that lower body fat percentage exponentially if you're doing all kinds of crash diets you're binging on the weekends and then you're crashing slashing your calories down to zero during the week you can do all kinds of funky things a lot of you know what i'm talking about so what you're doing in this stage zero also matters a lot so that's where it all begins But let's assume that you actually made it through this stage successfully. You actually managed to get lean. You're not a complete mental and physical wreck by the time you got there. Now it's actually time to transition into a maintenance phase or maybe into a lean gaining phase. So this one is stage one. And let me tell you, this stage is very, very difficult. Back to the injury analogy, what happens in this stage? It's um, quite an overwhelming moment. Right? If you've ever been injured and then you return to the gym, you know how it's like. You get into the gym and all of a sudden it's just overwhelming. Oh my goodness, what do I do? There is the squat rack. There is my favorite chest press machine. I know that I'm still vulnerable and and I have to be careful, but my goodness, so many things that I could do. What should I do? Oh my goodness. Kind of the same thing is going on in the case of dieting. You finished your diet. But all of a sudden you are faced with a whole bunch of physical as well as mental challenges which you didn't even know existed. The first thing that shocks a lot of people, it certainly still surprises me to this day, and it doesn't happen for everybody, but I've certainly experienced this and I've heard this from enough people to know that this phenomenon is very real, is that oddly enough at first often your appetite actually increases as you start adding back in food. Right, And that's really messed up. You would think, okay, I was on lower calories before. Now I started adding back in calories and somehow I feel like I just want to eat more and more and more. It's like my cravings are higher. My appetite is even higher. This is a real thing that happens. And honestly, I'm not arrogant enough to claim to know why that happens. Maybe it has to do with your stomach readjusting for more food and expanding more. Maybe it has to do with some weird gut hormones, which I don't even know what they are. Maybe it's purely a psychological phenomenon. Now you know that you can eat more, so your desire to eat even more goes up. I don't know what that is, but the thing is, it's real and when this hits people it can really freak them out it's like my goodness i dieted for four months i was disciplined i adhere to the lower calories finally i have the chance to eat more and man i'm even hungrier i have even more cravings jesus christ like this is no way to be this just means that it's not realistic for me to maintain this low body fat you know what i'm just gonna go on a binge unfortunately this really happens so that's challenge number one just to give you an example challenge number two is just the overwhelm of the edit freedom that you have when you were going through your actual fat loss phase because you had to be on lower calories you came up with a certain approach to keep your cravings and just your desire for more food in a certain place you had those cravings you had the desire to try all kinds of cool things but it's almost like you took all of those feelings and those thoughts and those desires and you kept them locked away in some dark, hidden place. Because you knew that during the actual diet, if you were to let all of those feelings and desires free, then it could set you back and it could ruin your diet in a heartbeat. Now that you're done with the diet, you feel like now it's time to actually give some space for all of those things now it's time to let those desires free but when you do that it can be overwhelming all of a sudden it's like you open up the floodgate and all of these cravings these desires are just hitting you it's like oh my goodness now i'm finished with my diet i have an extra thousand calories to play with oh my goodness what could i fit into those numbers what could i eat what new things could i try what foods could i reintroduce that i haven't had maybe in a couple of months is just overwhelming and this can really mess people up and this can be a surefire way for a lot of people to experience an ugly rebound because You just don't know in that particular moment how to handle all of that. And of course, lastly, there is the added challenge, which is very hard to prepare for, is that you no longer have that short-term goal that you had when you were actually getting lean. And this is not just a problem with dieting and trying to stay lean. This is a problem that affects all people in all domains of life. It's very different to be disciplined and structured and put your head down and just go forward when you have a goal that is there in sight within the next two weeks when you know that okay if i continue this diet in two weeks i will be at 10 percent body fat it's much easier in a way to be disciplined to put up with the occasional hunger to keep those cravings in check when you've actually gotten there now you're at your goal you've achieved it now what in the absence of that short-term goal and that clear goal A lot of people just feel completely lost and once again this is an easy way to explain why a lot of people experience a rebound even if they did everything right during their diet. So just like the lifter who just finished rehab and returned to the gym has to be very very careful, the person who just finished dieting and is now transitioning into a phase with higher calories also have to be very careful and very conservative. So what would the lifter do in the gym? Well, I think in this first stage, the number one thing to do is to smartly and very conservatively just simply figure out which movement he or she can do without pain, right? Don't worry about progressive overload or failure or effective reps or any of that crap for now. Just let's figure out what you can actually do without discomfort and aggravating the injury. When you figure that out, later you can think about all of the other fancy stuff, but for now, let's just try to start moving without hurting yourself. Similarly, in the case of the diet and transitioning into a maintenance phase or a lean gaining phase, the very first stage is just about let's increase food, let's get your appetite and hunger hormones back online, renormalize a little bit, and then we can figure out what to do from there. So I recommend that in this stage one, for at least one or two weeks, let's be ultra conservative and not change anything, if possible, just simply eat more food. Keep your structure the same, basically keep living like a dieting person, just on higher calories. This is simply because there is a lag time between actually adding back in more food and experiencing the benefits of all of that added food. So just because you increase your calories by a thousand, it doesn't matter that on day one, your physiology and also psychology is not that of a dieting person. There is a bit of a lag time. How long that lag time is? It varies. Things start to renormalize immediately. So after one day, you will be better off than you were on the first day. And then after a week, you will be in an even better place. But this can take up to two weeks. So my general rule of thumb is for two weeks, be ultra conservative if possible keep eating your same dieting foods just more of them get your appetite renormalized. don't go for crazy cheat meals make the same smart measured decisions that we were using when you were dieting then we can figure out how to go from there so basically this was stage one hopefully you made it through this phase you were in a vulnerable place and you treated yourself as such. In the case of the injury, you treated yourself as someone who had just gotten injured and recovered. In the case of dieting, you acknowledged that you were still a dieted person. You dieted for a couple of months just because you were no longer on those low calories. A few days later, you were basically a dieted person physiologically and also psychologically. But let's assume that we made it through this stage. Let's say this was two weeks. Now, after this two week mark, we arrive to stage two. Now, at this point, you're not as vulnerable. So in the case of the injured and rehabbed person, now you've been in the gym for a while. You figured out that, okay, I can do these movements, they don't hurt, they don't re-aggravate the injury. Now it's time to slowly start developing a new plan with my rehabbed and re-accommodated body. Okay, so these movements I can do, So maybe let's slowly try to progress with all of these movements. Okay, we will still be conservative. We still won't completely return to how things were before. But I will try to add some load to these movements. I will try to start increasing the reps on these movements. I will maybe push a little bit closer to failure. We will be conservative and measured. But it's time to start settling into a new routine. Similarly, in the case of the dieted person who is now trying to stay lean, now you're past that phase where your appetite and cravings are all over the place psychologically hopefully you resettled into this new way of being where you're no longer pushing for the next two weeks where you're gonna get to your leanness goal now it's time to actually settle into your new maintenance lifestyle or lean gaining lifestyle so maybe let's try to reintroduce some higher calorie foods If anything, because probably it's burdensome at this point to eat these higher calories from veggies and fruits and all these dieting foods. Probably it would actually make you feel better to eat something that is a bit more energy dense. So let's try to work some things in. Let's kind of revamp your meal plan a little bit. Not completely revamping the whole thing, not changing everything up, but certain elements we can start to fiddle with. And this will take some trial and error okay let's try to add in this food okay maybe that was a little bit too energy dense it's a little bit too tempting to overeat on these things so this will be a little bit of an experimentation process you're not going to get this exactly right from the get-go you will try certain food items see how it treats you physically also mentally is it a bit too calorie dense and a little bit too tasty it's always tempting to overeat on it Maybe it's actually not energy dense enough, you still feel like you have to overstuff yourself on it to actually get your calories in. Then, of course, other things like eating out. Now you have the edit freedom. How do you manage that? Are we gonna be still pretty conservative as we were during dieting? Maybe it's more fitting for you to just try to keep calories pretty steady during the week, or maybe it's actually gonna work well for you to maybe spike your calories a little bit on one or two days when you're eating out with your family or friends, for example, and then compensate for that in a smart way with the smart application with some calorie cycling. A lot of these things that we can play around. But this will be an experimentation process and it will take some time until we get this right. How long will that take? Again, it can easily take at least two weeks, sometimes as long as two months. So let's just be optimistic and say that in two weeks, we can come up with a really solid, sustainable structure for your maintenance or lean gaining plan that you can use to go forward with. So this is stage two. So we have stage one, lasted up to two weeks. We have stage two, also lasted up to two weeks. So we are already at the one month mark, all right? So I think this is already kind of a good, conclusion that we can draw that settling into your new lower body fat percentage is not something that happens overnight. Just because you added back in some calories, it doesn't mean that now you settled. This is my new set point. No, it takes some time and even with a conservative or optimistic estimate, it can take at least a month before this starts happening. And it's actually not over yet. There is one final stage, so we arrive to stage three, And this will also be an interesting challenge. So in the case of the person who rehabbed from the injury, now is back in the gym, started to progress with different movements, figured out what hurts, what doesn't hurt. Now it's actually time to slowly start exploring more and more things. Okay, so you started training again. You know what movements hurt and what doesn't hurt. You started actually progressively overloading your movements. And now the injury is really, really starting to heal up you're basically almost back to full functionality. Looking at you from the outside, there is no difference between you now and you before the injury. So maybe it's actually time to start adding back in some of the movements, which you couldn't do for a while. Maybe now it's actually time to start going a little bit heavier. Now you don't only have to work in the 15 to 20 rep range to manage your connective tissue health. Maybe you can start working in some sixes and eights, maybe even fives. Similarly, in the case of the diet, now you're no longer in a vulnerable place. Your appetite, your satiety signals, those are all back more or less to normal. We came up with a solid structure. You don't have to ask questions of yourself about what you should be eating. You have a good routine. Now you're sort of just living the life of a leaner person. But... It's also important to explore more things, to see what you can actually get away with. If you never test out your boundaries, you will never know actually just how flexible this leaner lifestyle can be. If you always make the most conservative choices, that will be enough to successfully keep you lean, but it will also not teach you about all of these different life skills which you will have to master if you really want to sustain this lower body fat percentage in the long term. So it's important to push those boundaries a little bit. You know, eat out with your friends, go on vacation. This was an interesting learning experience when this happened the first time for me. Okay, what happens if basically every single day my lunch will be in a restaurant? How can I manage that? Earlier, maybe I had ideas about all of these things, but until I actually tried it, I didn't know how this could actually work out. So it's important to test the waters. If you always stay within your comfort zone, you will not know how long-term life and just living in this leaner body is actually gonna be like this is an exciting and also kind of scary stage but i believe it's also something that you will have to go through and this will once again take some trial and error maybe occasionally you will mess up maybe the first time when you start eating out more you will overeat a couple of times and maybe during those times you will be disappointed with yourself But during these times, it's important to remind yourself that, look, this is a skill. This is a life skill in many ways, just as big of a deal as learning to walk the first time. So how long will this stage three of the process last? How long will it take to master all of this? Well, I would say that this is a lifelong journey. This is a constant learning curve. There will be always new surprises, but I would say that if you're diligent with it, if you are purposeful with the process, If you're deliberate with how you're approaching things and you're willing to learn constantly then you can get infinitely better within a matter of weeks two to four weeks is kind of a time frame in which you can get drastically better at all of this so if we add everything up then i would say in six to eight weeks you can get pretty close to be settled at your new lower body fat percentage okay so this is two months not two days. And so I think this is kind of a good reality check for all of us once again, that getting lean is really just the first stage of the whole process. That is just something that gets you in the conversation in the first place. Before you can start thinking about staying lean, first you actually have to get lean. But then it's an entirely new set of challenges. And that's what we were talking about here. So I would say in two months, if you're diligent and you're purposeful with your approach, you can get pretty close to be settled at your leaner body fat percentage. And one last thing that I kind of want to leave you here with is that you're not going to get this right exactly the first time around, especially if you're doing this on your own. You will be making mistakes. There will be slip-ups. Ideally, with the right mindset, these slip-ups don't have to mean a disastrous outcome. It doesn't have to mean that you revert back to where you started your diet in the first place or you even get fatter than where you started but you're not going to be perfect about all of this and more importantly that is okay okay this is a journey of learning figuring out what works for you figuring out how your psychology works how your body works and over time you will get incrementally better and better at this there are times of course to cut this learning curve short for example by having a competent coach such as myself jokes aside i've gone through this a bunch of times okay it took me six years approximately until finally i got lean and i managed to stay lean within those six years i would say it took me at least like three or four until i actually managed to get lean and not get even fatter than where i even started right away okay after that it took me a few more years to actually stay lean and now i would say i have reached more or less a level of mastery with all of this it didn't happen overnight hopefully for you this will be quicker but Just know that you will make mistakes, you will have slip ups and that is okay. Don't be a perfectionist, just have a good mindset about the whole thing and know that, okay, let's say you achieved 9% body fat. If you make a couple of slip ups and maybe you will bump yourself up to 11% body fat, it's really not the end of the world. What's important is that when you do slip up, when you do make some minor mistakes, You don't just beat yourself up and go into self-loading and self-frustration, but you actually learn from the experience, okay? If you tried reintroducing some food into your diet and you overate on it, okay, you just learned something from that. Why did that happen? Is that food just a culprit that you might just not be able to work into your diet? Maybe you just weren't ready for that yet. Your hunger and satiety signals were just not back online enough for you to handle all of that extra palatability and calorie density maybe you ate out and you overate a little bit okay why did that happen did you go out with the wrong strategy you went there starving hungry maybe you should not do that in the future okay there is a lot of things that you can learn from these slip ups and in the long term with the right mindset and the right approach you can look back at these slip ups and see them as some of the best things that ever happened to you i have a bunch of experiences like that I rebounded from diets countless times, at the time it was frustrating as hell and at times I even sort of felt like it was ruining my life. But now honestly I can look back at those and think that was some of the best learning experience that I ever had. Going off the rails after certain diets, now I look at it and I'm like man, I am so lucky that all of that happened. Because now I can actually sit here knowing that I have a level of mastery. And that level of mastery came in part from those early mistakes early slip ups and frustrations and of course i can also sit here and talk to you guys with a level of authenticity because i've actually gone through all of this so this is kind of the last thing that i want to leave you here with is that especially if you're doing this on your own you don't have someone in your corner who is coaching you and is guiding you through all of this you will make some slip ups and that will be frustrating at times but I also wanna say that it's okay. It's okay to make mistakes as long as you're willing to learn from it, all right? But basic conclusion is you can settle at a lower body fat percentage. You can modify that body fat set point. Your leaner physique can become your new normal, but it can take up to two months at least. And for many people, it actually takes longer. For some lucky assholes, it can actually take shorter than that, but that's rare. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this video. Let me know your thoughts. Like the video, subscribe for more content like this. Check out the show description if you wanna be coached by me, mentored by me, or you wanna do a consultation with me. Follow me on Instagram, I'm posting there daily. And otherwise, I will see you in the next video.